Welcome everybody, this is Trigger Trey from the 901. This is the Power Hour podcast. Um, me and Candace was just on the phone having a good conversation, a good discussion, and you know, I decided to just let me hit this record button. So it's not a normal uh, podcast, but we delve into some good discussion. So here you go. One, I don't think black women feel is if they don't need black men because black men and black women are still very much dealing with each other. Um, I think that it's become more of a want than a need. Um, but the not needing part, I'm just, I'm not sold on that. I'm just not because... <clears throat> I think black women desire black men quite a bit. Um, the dependency part, black people in general are poor. Um, it, there is a choice of whether or not you want to be stuck in a situation where you're depending upon the system or not. Um, so as we previously discussed, that is definitely um that's a choice-driven situation for the most part. Um, black may black men feel as if they had no hope. Hmm. I am of the personal belief that black men are the strongest people that exist on earth. Um, if they know the power that exists within them, they should always feel like they have hope. So, again, choice um the proven stuff on facebook i don't know <laughs> i this, oh my goodness that part i just i don't know there's so many things that that i see on a daily basis it's not even funny is is men comparing sword sizes having pissing contests and women having cat fights <laughs> every single subtle cat fights with that every single day to prove who has this, who doesn't have that, who's better, who's all it's just a hot mess. But it doesn't benefit either person. It really doesn't. Because at the end of the day, once that that five minutes of the fight is over, no one cares anymore. But but for whatever reason, it's a perpetual cycle, and it continues. So, I mean, and it's, at this point, it's not even just gender against gender. It's, it's men against women, too. So Yeah. Exactly. Were you able to get Tori on? I was not. Mm. I was not able to get her on. She, I was trying to get her um, number, but... Oh, well. well, she hopefully we can get her on. Um, she ain't no telling what that girl doing. So I'm sure she is excited about. Do the Cowboys play tomorrow or do they play Sunday? Not really sure, honestly. But I need to find out because I work tomorrow, so it's gonna be on every TV um, at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Who um, are your picks anyway? I forget. I forgot what the matchups were. The uh, Cowboys and the Rams, I think. Um, Cowboys and Rams, Eagles and um, Saints. Um, who the Colts are playing? Okay, I guess. Colts it. are playing so Kansas it, City. The yes, the Colts play Kansas City. That's the first game tomorrow. Um, I don't know how that that game is like. I feel like the Colts will win just because they're more balanced than the Chiefs are. And Andrew Luck is actually a good quarterback. But Patrick Mahomes is just like a really big difference maker. So, I mean, we'll just have to see. I, I I I really think uh, this this that game may go like to the wire. It's very possible because I mean the Chiefs just 
their defense is just horrible. Yes. But I th- I think they can do just enough to help them out. It you know, they might be able to stop um they might be able to stop Marlon Mack from. Uh that might be it. They may be all that they can do. I don't know how much they'll be able to limit T. Y. Hilton or if they'll getting pressure on Andrew Luck might be nearly impossible. So We'll see. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm still picking the uh, Chiefs to win that game, but I think it's gonna be a close one. Um, I think it's gonna come I down want to, uh, to win because I despise the coach and Andrew Luck. Yes, I hate them. <laughs> um, I, I think it's gonna come down to Mahomes though, um, what he can do. Um, as far as the um. I think I, I I feel like the Chargers are gonna beat the uh, Patriots. Mm, so think, we are picking against Tom Brady at home in the playoffs. I'm picking against uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> I think the Chargers defense, uh, the Chargers offense is gonna beat the Patriots defense. I now think it's gonna be a that shootout. That is that. I think that on paper that should happen. Um, on paper, that should happen. That's the way it should go because the Patriots' defense is just not good. And they probably have, between them and the Chiefs, they probably, their defense is probably a little bit worse off because they can't stop anything, the run or the pass. So, and Melvin Gordon is coming back. So, on paper, the Chargers should soundly beat the Patriots, but you know, you can never ever count out Tom Brady. Yeah, that is true. Now this Cowboys and Rams matchup, huh? You know, you already know who who I'm picking. I I would never pick the Cowboys to win. I mean, okay, so. There's a couple of issues that I have with this game. One of them is that the Rams at the last part of the season pretty much sucked. Um, Gurley was hurt, so he wasn't as effective as he was earlier in the season. Um, defenses had more tape on them, so they were able to stop more. They lost Cooper Cup. That hurt them quite a bit. And Jerry Goff without Cooper Cup seemed to be kind of lost. Um, but even though he had other pieces around him that he could have, that he could utilize, it just seems that I guess Cooper Cup is his, his favorite target and he has better chemistry with him. Um, defensively, their defense should be a lot better with what they have on it, it should be better than what it is, in my opinion. Um, so, uh, here, I think the Rams are the more talented team, but I think the Cowboys have, I think they're more balanced than the Rams are right now, and they're playing better than the Rams are right now. Hmm. Since they have introduced this trash talking into things, it's a good possibility that they're going to lose. So, my initial pick, Cowboys. But now I'm on the fence. I'm 50-50 because, like I said, the Cowboys have given bulletin board material. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagles, Eagles and Saints. That's the last game. To me, that's the hardest for me to pick because I don't think I don't think the Saints team should be able to be beaten. But like I said, Nick Foles has done done uh, greater things than that, so it's gonna be a tough one. And it's a home game for the Saints. Mm-hmm. So it's. And their defense is sound. So I don't know. It just 
will Drew Brees be able to connect with the right people? Will the Eagles' defense continue to be dominant and disruptive like they were in the last few games? It just seems that the team as a whole is inspired whenever Nick Foles is their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Ertz is his favorite target. So, I don't I don't do some card. I'm still here. I still go Saints at home. I'm going to pick the Saints as well, but I would not be surprised if the Eagles won. I wouldn't either. I'll go 51-49 <laughs> and peak percentages, 51-49 for that one. It's basically like a toss-up. Chargers, Patriots, the Chargers, like I said, they should definitely beat the Patriots, but it wouldn't surprise me if Tom Brady won at home because has he has he lost at home in the playoffs? <laughs> I want to say no, but <laughs> if he has, I know it hasn't been many. Right, so that's why it's hard. And the Chargers are, you know, LA team, and it's in Foxborough, so it's gonna be freezing outside. The one thing that may um, help the uh, Patriots is that it didn't seem like Melvin Gordon was 100%. Ooh. Like he, he didn't play well at all um, against the Colts. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean the backup is okay though. It's it, but it's two of them, right? Uh, yeah, or Eckler and wide receiver. No, Eckler's a uh, running back. Okay, Eckler, and then what's the other one's name? Justin Jackson, maybe. I'm not sure. I think that's his name. I know the first name is Justin for sure, but he is actually um. I think he's okay. So, so you picking? Yeah, the, so you're picking the Chargers. Hmm? So you're picking the Chargers or the Patriots? Chargers. Okay. I just wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady was able to pull it off, but they're supposed to lose that game, and it's not supposed to be close. This is being real. <laughs> So the the last thing I want to I want to get into is um uh we we did a um a podcast on R Kelly a while back um and it was probably one of our like most listened to podcasts cuz we you know kind of told a lot of things that weren't out in the public or that weren't um really being known and so recently, Lifetime did a docu series called "Surviving R. Kelly," that told a lot of the same things and and us uh, and some. Um, and I don't want to really get into all of that. Um, my question to you, as a black woman, why are so many black women um, defending R. Kelly after this uh, "Surviving R. Kelly" uh, thing came out? I will be honest with you and say I do not have an answer to that question because I don't defend him. (laughs) Um, What R. Kelly has done and is doing is wrong. I understand that he was a victim of sexual assault when he was younger, him and his brother. And I know that plays a part, a a huge part in why he's doing what he's doing. Um, But at some point, you have to get help for your problems. Um, It just, it has to happen. You cannot continue to have destructive behavior and expect people to be okay with it. Um, I do feel that the people that have enabled him are just as guilty as he is. Like all the people that work for him, the girls, 
parents. They didn't really do anything about it. But now all of a sudden, they're on lifetime. Now that there's not any more money, they're on lifetime saying, you know, all the things that they're saying, like, you are an accessory to this. You allowed this to happen. You let it happen. He did it, and he started it, and he helped me finish it. Uh, Tori just sent you her number, Candace. If you want to try to get her in. Yeah. Okay. Let me try to do this. It'd be a good good topic to get her in on too. Um. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of support for R. Kelly on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter from mostly from Black women. And, you know, the, the main thing that I see is um, that, one, they can separate the uh, the music from the man and all that. Um, he should be on here. Two is that um, it's been known what's going on, so why, why should uh, they stop listening to his music now? You know, um, okay. (laughs) Um, and three is just, um, blaming the parents or blaming the kids. Um, and I don't see how any decently intelligent person could blame a 14, 13, you know, 12 year old, which was how old Aaliyah was when he met her for a grown man. Um, taking advantage of them, but that's what I see. Um, now uh-huh. he's 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 uh, had some adult women that he abused that came out on there. He's had some that he met with them when they were seventeen and eighteen, you know. But um, you back, Candace? No, but, I am. I'm okay. here. But um, it's just. I don't get the whole point of blaming the the children for what happened to them. It's like saying they they were fast or they were trying to get money or this and that. These are kids, you know, and this is a grown 28, hey, 30 year old, 40 year old. Man. You have her? Hi. Hey, Tori. What's up? <laughs> Well, you you come smack dab in the middle of us talking about um the whole surviving R. Kelly series. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't wanna be in that. You already I in do it. I wanna be in that. So no. The question the question is, um, why are so many black women supporting still supporting and defending R. Kelly after everything that's happened? I know. That's why I don't even wanna be in the middle of that shit. Because <laughs> I don't agree with it. You know what? I didn't even. I didn't even watch it. I didn't. I didn't watch the. I didn't watch the thing. Why didn't you watch it? Because I can't. Why you can't? Because when you've been the victim and you've been through it, to watch somebody else do this to somebody else, it bothers you. And then the other reason why I didn't watch it is because all the damn comments and all the people that were supporting him. And I'm sitting up there like, I don't give a damn. This shit happened years ago. Y'all still supporting him. Y'all still went to his concert. Y'all still did this shit. And so now everybody's trying to make it seem like where the money ran out. So that's why they doing this shit. I don't give a fuck if the money did run out. They got the right to tell their story. Because at the end of the day, you don't, everybody want to say evidence. You have no evidence of domestic violence. You have no evidence of rape. You have no evidence of sexual harassment. You will never have no evidence of that. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't agree with that shit. I don't. To, uh, Candace, you want to finish with you, your statement before you uh, call Tori in? Yes. My statement was they are, the people that are doing the show are, they enabled him 
And they did yep. wait, and they did wait until the money ran out before they started to tell their story. They have a right to tell their story, but at the same time, why are you? Why is it that you wait till now? You had an opportunity to do something about it, to keep it from happening to other people, and you, but you waited now to say something about it and mainly I'm speaking about the families not the girls in particular but the families because <clears throat> I honestly don't believe that if it weren't for the families wanting to talk about it that the victims would have said anything about it at all so I just think like I said he is absolutely 100% dead wrong for the things that he's done, that he's done, he should have gotten help forever ago for his issues. And all the people that all the people that helped him, his friends and and people that worked with him and their parents, yeah. all of them need to be thrown under the jail. I I feel like that, but I you know what though, I agree with that. But at the same damn time. I'm trying to figure out how in the hell this nigga get away with this shit but Bill Cosby has in jail though. You know what I'm saying? Because we had to wait 30, 40, 50 years for shit like this to happen. It's because it's because R. Kelly had help. A lot of help. And he's still going to continue to get away with life. I just read that um, the Chicago police have been trying to, like, gain. They went to his house because they got a call that it was just two women being held hostage at his residence in Chicago. So they went to Chicago Police Department with his house to try to check and see if that was the case. And the two women that were there, of course, told the police that they're not being held against their will. And both of, both of the women that are there are over the age of 18, so there's nothing that there's nothing that they could do. So they left. And it's also like some studio, whatever, that he has in Chicago or had in Chicago, and they said that that's where he's actually holding people hostage that he shouldn't have, like the underage ones. Um, or that's where he's running his sex cult out of. Um, but apparently... Hmm, I believe it. Because if you think about it, if you really honestly think about it, okay, the shit happened back when we we all damn near got out of high school, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when the shit really just came to life. And so if this nigga claim he can't read, he can't write, but he got all the money in the world to pay for all the goddamn best movies in the world, think about it. If they telling you, you got off on this shit, by saying it was your brother. So if they telling you you need to get your shit together, of course you gonna move your age limit up mm -hmm. to where it's damn near legal or it is legal in certain states to make the shit look good and cover your own ass. So I believe that shit. He, if it's under, if they are underage, because you gotta think about it. When you brainwashed, when you being assaulted, when you being harassed, and you going through that shit, you brainwashed. You ain't finna say a damn thing to nobody because you under that person's spell and that person got control of you. And can't nobody touch you because this person got control of you. And so if they are underage, it's a possibility that they somewhere else that don't nobody else know about. Yeah, like in uh, on the, uh, the series, they had... One of the families went to the uh, studio trying to get their daughter out of there and like they called the police and everything and the police like told them they couldn't do anything if nobody answered the door. Um, mm -hmm. Now, right. They said some of the windows were bricked up on it or whatnot, yeah. but and they, they said the appearance of it now, the appearance of it now is um, it appears now and nobody's in there. Yeah, like I, they said before, you could tell that R. Kelly was there because it will be all these, you know, several different cars and it'd be hard to find somewhere to park. 
and you knew whenever he was gone out of town because the cars wouldn't be there. But now it just seems like it's not anybody there. But that's it, the appearance of it, like you could tell where windows are supposed to be, but it's bricks over the windows. So, so, so Tori, why are um, mm-hmm. why are, are black women saying that they that they blame the children for what for what happened? Why do you think that is? Because of the parents. I mean, it ain't necessarily they blame the kids. They blame the kids because they coming out now. But more so, anything they blame the parents, like they blame the parents for even anything. I have a child. You have a child. Candace have a child. True enough, we gonna be on our kids, we gonna watch our kids, but at the same damn time, we cannot watch them 24 seconds. Right, exactly. We cannot, but I'm yeah. blowing it up. If mine is in there, <laughs> right. it's like this, hey, it's, it's funny. Uh, this, but, this topic came up, uh, Tori, uh, at the bar in my barbershop, and he made a good point. He was saying, uh, you know, like he was saying people blaming the parents and everything, and he was like, you know, like. We have our kids in school. Like, if your daughter or whatever is on the basketball team or something, he was like, "You're not going to be able to be at every single practice that she that she's has, and a majority yep. of those coaches are males. So he yep. was, you know, you have to, in 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 some way, trust that that adult that's with your child is going to do what's right for your child. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna tell you something else. One thing, us as parents, when you a single parent and you working, you might be working two, three jobs, or you might be working, going to school, either or. At some point in time, you're going to lack. You're going to slack up because of the fact you're doing so much. You get what I'm saying? So at some point in time, you're going to be like, I ain't paying attention. I'm going to see what my child doing today. My child tells me she's doing good or she's she okay. I'm going to roll with that because I'm tired. Or I got to go to work. Or I got to do school work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We as parents, we do smack. Because hell, our own parents did. I ain't going to lie. But at the same time, it don't always fall on the parents because we got pedophiles that know how to sneak in and get some kids out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And know how to threaten them and say, hey, if you tell it, I'm going to kill your parents. I'm going to kill this person. I'm going to kill that person. And of course, they're going to be scared. But if us as a parent, we can't always be there to say, hey, I saw this or mm-hmm. I missed this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We yeah. Know, when we work in 50, when we work in and we going to school and we try to make it better for them, we all slack up at some point in time. Now, in the case of R. Kelly, though, they knew that I think he they was they knew, yes, they knew that he was what he was, and they still allowed it to happen. That's the thing. Now, other situations where something like this transpires, I completely agree, but with him, those parents are at fault. If you knew, you knew he was a pedophile before you let your child go with him, that's a problem. Man, my thing is, if you knew when we knew he married Aaliyah, and she wasn't even, she was, what, under the age of 17, 14, 15 years old? Mm-hmm. Right. You know he was a pedophile then? I don't give a fuck what the hell else he did. You knew he was a pedophile then? You should have said, hell no. Agreed, 100%. Because yeah. that right there said it all. And that was national news. Everybody knew that shit. And, and it's funny Everybody that it's funny that all this came out and now like it was a um article I read the other day that was saying that um uh that Destiny's child was like intentionally kept away from R. Kelly because of um uh, because of some of that stuff, like the allegations that was going against him and um that um, you know, like they they knew his history or whatever or heard his history or whatever and they wouldn't let uh, the girls work with him and, and say he offered like a couple of times. So hell, if you knew Beyonce dad, hell, he wasn't gonna let this shit happen. Exactly, and he was not gonna let this shit happen. Right, and I was gonna say if a father was involved there, so it was it's way less likely there's something. Mm-hmm. That's why that's what that's what pissed me off so bad about one of the um the guys in the um on the uh the the series 
because the guy that's, that was talking about, um, I think he was uh's dad, he was talking about how he took her to the R. Kelly concert. He said, and he said, I knew his, uh, I knew his background, but uh, I still let her go on stage anyway because I was there. What? And I'm like, and then you know, in in the midst of whatever they did on stage and him waiting for her to come come out, he R. Kelly got your daughter now. And it, it 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 made me it made me so mad. I'm like, dude, you sound so fucking stupid right now. Right, and he knew this, and he still took his daughter. He took his daughter to the concert. That's number one. Let her go on stage. That's number two. And then he just seemed like the softest motherfucker I ever met in my life. Like, like he was so helpless. You know, his daughter ran off, and he they called her one day, and she was like in another state. Talking about she interviewing for R. Kelly. Let me. I would have beat R. Kelly ass. It's like right then and there. It wouldn't have been no nothing. Nothing else to say. Because if her mama ain't in the picture, something ain't right. The mama was in and the picture. I'll tell you why I say that. The mama was mama in the picture. Was mama was in the picture too. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm just my whole thing is, you know, it's 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 uh, it's a difference. Like you, if you're a father or whatever, like it's a difference. You ain't gonna be that fucking careless with your child. If I if I I know R. Kelly, I've seen the sex tape. It ain't no way in hell my daughter going to an R. Kelly concert. If I if I it, if she go, I ain't gonna say it ain't no way she gonna go. It ain't no way I'm taking her. Man, what you said? Oh, man, that, that shit yeah, made me so I'm mad. Like I want to punch dude ass through the TV. I have been like, have I been R. Kelly concert? Yes, once. When I take my daughter, hell no. My daughter, and it just so happened, Bump and Grind came, not Bump and Grind, was it Bump and Grind? It was Bump and Grind came on the radio. And my daughter knew the words of the song. And I never played Art Kelly around her, never. And I looked, I was like, what the hell? And I ain't want her to listen to Art Kelly no more. And Tori, that's, that's why, right there is why it's so important that we do mute his music because it's not it's not even about us um, like taking our children to him, it's the exposure of his music, and that's how he that's how he's getting the women. Like if you know his music, it's so. The thing is, I think that people, I think that people, um, don't necessarily associate his music with him. Like at this point, his music has been around for so long and so influential. That is more so associated with memories than it is with him. But I, and, and right, you're right. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I think it should be muted, not because of it's him. It's the simple fact that it's still exposing exposing kids to his music. He uses I his agree. music to to get the kids. So like it's R. Kelly. It's a superstar. I heard I, my dad uh, listened to his music. My mom listened to his music, so I know who he is. If they don't hear him and we ain't playing him, then ain't nobody gonna know who he is. It ain't no way he gonna be able to use that to 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 still lure people in. That's why I think it's important we mute. It ain't about um, you know, his music relating to him. It's about he's still using his music to get folks. That is true. What was sad though? The fact that the damn his music sales went up. Right. That was all his supporters. That guy. His music sales went up after this documentary. Yeah, all his supporters showing, showing, showing that they still rocking with R. Kelly. Some folks, some folks would like stream his music to listen to the lyrics to see like, was he talk really talking about a, ch- a child in his song? Um, and you know that you had the uh the, the supporters made a Facebook page that got shut down when they were trying to um discredit the families and all that. Facebook shut that down because they say they don't support bullying. Um, and it's just like it's. People still holding on to it. And I'm like, I, I was, I'm an R. Kelly fan too. I like this music. I listen to it. I but do. I also have a daughter. I have a seven year old daughter that I don't want to to know this man exists because I'm scared one day she 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 gonna run into him and he gonna uh have her ass locked up somewhere. Man, I tell you the most difficult song. Well, 
that I believe I can fly because I think God's my baby. Yeah. See, we, I think we all graduated to this to that song, then. His favorite song. I think we all graduated high school to uh, "I Believe I Can Fly." If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean. But you know what though? The one thing I have learned last year with that whole um, the dude that they got voted into Supreme Court Justice. Remember the lady that said that he assaulted her when they was in high school, college, or one of what? What? Yes. And watching CNN and all these news shows. I heard a lot of people say, well, there's no evidence. There's never no evidence of sexual assault. And then the people who it don't happen to, who it has never happened to, will always, I ain't going to say always, but majority of the time, take the side of the man because it's never happened to them. And they feel like there's no evidence. You have no, You don't have any proof. And this happened so long ago. But then again, people forget back in the day, people didn't tell. People didn't say what happened to them. People didn't talk about what happened to them because everybody always took it under the rug. Remember grandma and great grandma? They put stuff like that under the rug. Mm -hmm. So you have people who just act like they lie. They making that stuff up. They just want some money. It ain't always about money. But people don't talk about it because they don't know if they can be honest with the situation because are you going to believe them or are you not? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that lady had no reason to lie about that at all. She was a successful person in her own right, and it would hurt her more to say something than to not say anything. So. She was literally trying to keep a person that shouldn't be in a position, that high of a position of trust, and everybody under the moon and sun went out of their way to try to discredit her. Mm-hmm. So when it's I, bad. Women, we still go through this, even today. When I think of when I think of all this, I'm like, okay, you know, you have women that'll come out and say that they were harassed or this and that. And then you have more women coming out saying that, you know, they lying or this and that, this and that. I'm like, I mean, uh, uh, is this, what is this doing for the Me Too movement? Like, is this, is all I this. Mean, the Me Too movement brought all this out, though. And it's also part of the reason why people are so ready to discredit them. Yep. Because there's so many of them and they're in it. Because most of the women that it happened to is old and they just want mm-hmm. to But it's yeah. at, the, at the time that things, that the things transpired, it wouldn't have hurt the women more to help them to say something. But now they're in a position to where they're established and they can say something and it's not going to hurt them to say anything. And it's to empower other people to say something. It's basically to make it okay. But because there's so many of them, and it's not like just one person isolated, it now it's a problem. I just think it's crazy that it's, it seems, at least, like it's more women that come out against the women that come out. Like, I don't... You think so? I mean, I think... I've seen, I've seen a lot more men. I mean, it's expected. It's expected for the man to feel some type of way about it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it would be so many women that would, you know, that would come out against other women. Well, I do. It's not. I mean, that's what women do all the time. And they're literally taught, defend your man or defend men or whatever. I call it part of being brainwashed, but I don't want to be accused of being a feminist, though. Oh, you for for sure a feminist now. (laughs) That 
is not true. You are. It's not. You I don't are. hate men or anything <laughs> like that, but I do believe uh-uh. in women being empowered. Hell yeah. And, <laughs> and men don't like women to be empowered. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. Are you empowered to her? Hell yeah. Man, like I just told you, when you go through the <laughs> shit I've been through in life, hell, it's like fuck the men. You got to do what you got to do, especially when you a single mom with a child. You got to do what you got to do. I understand that. So, um, before you came on, we we had talked about um, football or whatever. You got anything to say about them sorry ass cowboys of yours? Why we sorry? We all of us still in the playoffs. Man, don't play. My team still in the playoffs. Out of all y'all, my team still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Look, my daddy is a Packers fan. My oldest brother is a 49ers fan. My baby brother is a Broncos fan. My uncle is a Bears fan. My dude is a Bears fan. So I'm rubbing in all they faces right now because I'm the only one still in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talked about how we only had two playoff wins. Now we got three. 2008. What, what year is this? 2019. <laughs> She's like, what year is this? <laughs> and we still in the playoffs. Did I expect my team to make it this far? Hell no. Because I'm not sold on my quarterback at all. I'm still not sold on my quarterback. I'm, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm not. And I actually wanted us to tank this season so we can get rid of the coach. But that ain't gonna happen now. He yeah. gonna be there hey, forever. When they when they beat yeah, uh when they beat the Seahawks, their mind took his he took his uh headset off happy as hell. He knew his job was safe. Hell yeah. But his job but, but if you think like for me, before Jason Garrett, Jerry Jones, ever since Jimmy Johnson, he changed coaches every three seasons. He did. He got to Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett sold his job from Wade Fields. He fucked Wade Fields over to get his job. He got his job. And now we riding a roller coaster from 8-8 eight eight to losing to 6-10 to 4. He, we riding a wave, and he's still there. So whether we lose or whether we win, it don't matter because he kissing enough ass to keep his job. So, I would have loved to have been a Saints fan right now, but Dez ain't there. I don't know if Dez going to be back or not, but I'm going to always be a Cowboys fan regardless. Regardless. So, how do you think that y'all would do in this game versus the Rams? The Rams. I'm not so when That's why I was trying to see what Gurley was going to do. I don't feel like Gurley be a hundred percent. I know well they had a battle last week, right? So he might be at, he might be at seventy, eighty percent. But then you got C J Anderson and C J Anderson ain't no flop. He's a running back. So then you're looking at the defensive side of the ball with Aaron Donald, a key to lead. You're looking at all of them. Our defense is good, but at the same damn time, that Dinkin and Duncan, that Dak dude, them short-ass passes, ain't going to mean shit when it comes to the Rams' defense. So, I really ain't – I'm rolling with the Rams. I, I'm picking the Rams to beat us. I'm picking the Saints to win the whole thing. I love Mr. Drew Brees. I'm just saying. Did y'all know? Did y'all know that the that the Bengals hired um Terrell Austin as their um defensive coordinator? No, I didn't. So when is happening? The Steelers hired him. When is happening? Today, apparently, the Steelers uh-uh. hired Terrell Austin as their defensive coordinator. Hmm. I'm still mad at the fact that Hugh Jackson got fired. Again. So you mean to tell me you hired him for four games? And he was supposed to take over for uh, 
Marvin Lewis and you fired him? Really? Yes, because they want the guy from the round, Zach Taylor. But you know what, Candace, you said it. And um, I was watching First Take, they said it too. Everybody trying to get that Sean McVay feel. But that don't always work, though. It does not. Somebody brought a column and they said that Sean McVay's thirst is real. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> it really is. But I'm looking at it, but you know what though? I'm looking at it like this. Okay. Sean McVay, I give him his props. He's done a good job since he's been in the league, right? And he did a good job with what's the quarterback name for the Rams? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. That he has done a good job with him. But I'm looking at the fact of everybody else is in the playoffs. Okay, so you got Andy Reid, you got Sean Payton, you got Bill Belichick who's gonna be retiring soon any damn way. But you got still, you still got your old school coaches that know how to coach. So you got all these new ass coaches that's been offensive coordinators, quarterback coaches, defensive coordinators. That don't mean that she gonna always work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh-uh. I, don't, um, I don't agree with that shit. I don't. Well, the team very higher is the one that's the most surprising. I did, yeah, it but it's, it's a really, really, really big risk that they're taking. If the Bengals hire Zach Taylor, that's another big risk that's being taken. Um, the hire for Miami is a risky hire, but it's part of the Belichick, the Belichick tree. So I understand why that one happened, but it's still risky though. Um, but he's been around for a while, so I guess he would be considered one that did that has paid his dues because he's been in the NFL in the coaching aspect for at least ten years. Um, most of the other hires, I I agree with, but the Cardinals, I do not. That's the only one that just really doesn't make a lot of sense to me right now. I think he, from what I've read and from what I've seen, I think he took the Cardinals job because he made the comment. He wanted Tyler. Yes. And I think that's why he took it because, you know, the Cardinals is probably going to get what the one the number one pick. They are known, but they have the number one pick. So, I think this is what he's trying to do. He said, and I, I felt like it wasn't a coincidence either, that he said prior to getting that job, he would take Kyler Murray. Then they hired him, and they have the number one pick. And now Calamari is saying that he might be he might go to the draft. So what does he have till Monday to declare? Yep, because he still hasn't done it yet. But so because I'm like, because remember we talked about this shit. Okay, so you gonna do major league baseball, and you gonna get your money right, your fully guaranteed money. Now, well, he already got that four. He got that four million already. He got four point six million when he signed with them. He's already received that money, so he's already. But now he's declaring for the draft, though. Right. Who said something to you? Who had a conversation with this man for him to declare for the draft? Well, I'm fifty about this. I agree. I. I agree. I mean, they may have already talked about it and, and said that it's very likely that they would pick him because if he doesn't, if they decide not to go with him, he can still back out and just go to, you know, go to uh, baseball still. Mm. Hmm. So it does. So what they do with uh, Rosen? By declaring. Thank you, Rosen. I said I heard I, it's rumors that they that they were talking about trading Rosen, but they said that they weren't true. Um, I mean, it doesn't make if they could keep him as a I mean as a backup, or they could start him and work Kyler Murray in. But Kyler Murray is a way better. He's a way better quarterback than Rosen, though. 
So I, mm-hmm. I think I think if they get him in the if they get Kyler in the draft, they will trade Rosen. I mean, they could, it's not like they won't they wouldn't get anything for him because if he's developed, he has a very high ceiling as a quarterback in the NFL. Kyler Murray is just better than him, even though he's significantly shorter. Mm-hmm. He's a midget, but he has a very strong arm. You know, like much like Patrick Mahomes, he has a very strong arm like him. He's very athletic, and his speed is ridiculous. Like he, um, he is extremely fast. And to I'm glad you like brought that up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. What you think your homeboy gonna do, Patrick Mahomes? Uh, yeah. What he does in every game, but I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be enough. Is the question because he only plays on one side of the ball. Um, I. But like we talked about last week, I didn't know the coach had a defense. Right. That defense didn't look like that all season, so I'm surprised about that. And they actually got somewhat of a defensive no somewhat of a good offensive line. For they have a great offensive line. So I can't so play. I'm sitting up here like, what? I still think that they'll be able to score, though. Because the thing about it is this. When it comes to the playoffs, there's, it's more than one aspect to consider. Right. right. You got Andy Reid versus the new guy which I cannot think of his name, to save my life right now. What do you got? From, did he come from the Eagles? Who you, what coach you talking about? For a coach. They have a new coach. Oh, uh, oh they yeah. got uh, Frank Wright. Frank Wright. Yeah. yeah, that's him. He knew. And, and so, and Andy Reid has been around forever. So it's not anything that they're going to be able to do that he hasn't seen already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so for that, I think they'll still be able to score. I do, and not to mention they've they've played some of the top defenses in the NFL this season, and they were still able to score a lot. Of, they were still able to score a lot. Like, but they scored, they scored, but they lost though. And not, I mean, they only how many losses did they have? Like four, three. Three or four. Is it? Okay, so let's see. <laughs> top defenses that they play. That's it. No, I mean, that's a good record. That's what I'm saying. That's a really good record, though. Uh-huh. So, top defenses that they play would be Chargers. Um, They play New, New England. England. They could be New England. They play the yeah, Chargers. Was, was it earlier in the season when they played them, though? New England. Yeah. 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 New England don't count no way. They don't count no way because they won't face New England. They'll, they'll face the Chargers again. They lost them back. They lost to the Patriots by three points. So, uh-huh. there's, no, there's no game, it looks like, if they score less than, like, what, 20? I feel like they, with they offense, they could beat Indianapolis because of their whole complete offensive side. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you look at Indianapolis, he got he got most got people, but he ain't got consistent people. His consistent is T Y. And his running back, Mac, is just finally getting to step up these last couple of weeks before the season ended. So I feel like Kansas City could beat them. I think I think Inman is pretty underrated. I think Dontrell Inman is pretty underrated. He is underrated. He is underrated. But he's really good. But at the same time, it depends on who defense gonna show up. Well, I think the coach defense will show up. 
Kansas City, I'm on the fence about it, but because their yeah, offense is so high powered, they just cannot yeah. be counted out. So they can throw in, they can run. So either or, it don't even matter. You gonna get they can run too. That's what's crazy. They can do anything. The Chiefs, they can That's what they, they can run yeah. and they can pass. They yeah, good throw. So, yeah. anywhere it goes, they can beat you anyway. Offensively, they definitely can. So, it's going to be a good game, I think. Now, I'm going to be though. I feel like they can beat the Colts, but they can't beat the Chargers. Well, they lost to them by one point, right, on the last uh-huh. game or something. I think that if they play them a second time, they will beat them. I don't think they will. I'm going to tell you why I don't think they will. After seeing the Chargers last week, and they have stepped up their game, uh, Philip Rivers is on a whole nother level right now because he ain't been on this level in a long ass time. I feel like I feel like the Chargers will go in. Of course, we know they're gonna kick New England's ass. But Possibly. I feel like I I had Gates Antonio Gates, the tight end for the Chargers. Did you not know I've had him for my tight end for the past three years? And he has been a roller coaster ride. But are you talking about fantasy? Showed up last week. Last week. Uh, you talking about fantasy football? Yes, I had him. It's a roller coaster ride. But last week he showed up. I was watching the game. I was like, Gates kissing a ball like this. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised when they man, put him in the game. Man, what? I was surprised they brought him back. But I feel like the Chargers are on a whole nother level because of the fact they finally made it to the playoffs after a long time. And they on a whole nother level. So I feel like they will be Kansas City's competition. Kansas City gonna get through this week, but the Chargers will be Kansas City competition. The defense would definitely uh be a problem for uh the Chiefs. Mhm. Mm, it's possible. I don't know. That one is harder to call because they they're like they're they're one and one against each other. The first time they played, the Chiefs won, and the second time they played, the Chargers won by one point. So it's oh, I don't know. It can go either way. That's why I say it's, these are going to be some good games uh, this this week. And you know, me, I don't have a dog in the race. But I do. I feel like tour. I feel like the Saints have a have a good chance of going the whole way. I feel like the Chargers are. Uh, are like I said that earlier. I feel like they were the dark horse the whole time. But I can't sleep on the Colts. They, they, Me either. And yeah. I hate them a lot. Me too. I, 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 I hate strong, strong I hate them and <laughs> them and the Cowboys. But both of them have a good chance of going the whole way. We just gotta, I guess, wait and see what happens. This is true. That Cowboys Rams game will be interesting. It's two different styles of football. So we'll see who brings out the big guns. Yeah. We're uh, we're hitting on almost an hour now, so I'm going to cut it cut it short. Um, Candy, you have any final thoughts, any final words you want to say? No parting words, unless somebody has a suggestion on what I should eat for dinner. <laughs> I, I think you should uh get dressed and come to uh to love with me. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> that requires energy. That's something I don't have. <laughs> Tori, what about you? You got any final thoughts? Did we lose her? I don't know. She might have hung up. <laughs> um, 
Probably you said something about a cowboy. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> you tried to sneak that in. She know I hate I was the cowboys. Waiting on her to get you. She know I hate the cowboys. It ain't nothing new. <laughs> um, but I have I have uh something a confession. You are gonna be mad at me? Okay. I accidentally um uh, deleted the first half of the uh podcast. It's fine. You were gonna have to do a lot of editing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to cover. Uh... <laughs> it was long. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to cover that again uh, another time. Yeah, we'll have to fix this one for sure. Uh-huh. We gotta add some more structure to it. We can fix it though. Yes. All right, everybody. This is Trigger Trey from the nine hundred one. Me and Candace finna get out of here. We hope y'all enjoyed the podcast for today. Y'all have a good evening.